Gabrielle. And I'm Dan. And it's another episode of Millenniating. Here we go. Uh, so we should probably keep to a pattern and start out with a question. Yeah, so we're going to start with a question again. What is a, like a throwback song that you think people have forgotten about, but is still like a jam? Like, what, if somebody were to pull it up randomly on their, like, iPod Shuffle from, like, 2008, <laughs> what would it be? iPod Shuffle. I forgot about this. <laughs> like, do you want an MP3 player that you can't see the what? name of the song <laughs> that you are going to listen to? It's always a surprise. Which... But not because you put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have been such a big deal, except... It came out after all of the iPods with screens. Yeah. It was it made like, no sense to me. here's this new technology that has much less capabilities, a lot smaller of a storage, but if you wrap it around your arm, you can listen to music while you run. And everyone went, I'm just going to get an iPod Shuffle, so it inspires well, me to too. run. So it let a lot of people that couldn't afford the bigger ones get the Yeah, but it shuffles. was still, it bothered, it bothered me, because it was still like, you couldn't pick what song you wanted to start on, nothing. Like, yeah. You were just, it was just, you were at the mercy of your iPod Shuffle. It was constantly on Shuffle. Always. And it was kind of annoying. Hey guys, remember Zune? No, no one remembers Zune. I remember Zune. I had a Zune player. People that own... Oh, the ones with the little cassettes that you would put in? No, no that's, that's a walk. You're thinking about Hit Clips. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Hit Clips, where it would hit play clips, like 10 the... seconds of the song. Yeah, that, that was, was like, the dumbest. So that was so dumb. Do you I don't want remember Zune. all of the hassles of a cassette player, but without the music part of it? <laughs> Let's just listen to... The clip. I like those lollipops that played music in your mouth. Oh, those are great. And the technology for that is still around. The bone conducting sounds. It was amazing. Um, there's a... There was a... Online funding project, probably Kickstarter, um, that did get funded for the sunglasses that attach to your phone with Bluetooth and they use the bone conducting yes. to just like vibrate the sound into your ears. That's fabulous. That's and it's really great cool. if you're like doing something active because you're not covering your ears at all. Mm -hmm. So you can still hear everything going on around you. So it's like you are literally just walking around with theme music in your life. I think I genuinely would just be confused the entire time that was going on. <laughs> I'd just be like, can anybody else hear this? I feel like, I'm, I feel like other people can hear this. Right. They can't. So um, you didn't answer the question, though. I know, I was just going to say, so Daniel, what's this, what's your jam, your what's song? What's my throwback jam? I have mine. That I think everyone would still like yes. to jam to? Yes. Like, you know that when it comes on, people cannot help but jam. Yeah, like, it's getting hot in here. Like, that, song, <laughs> that would come on and everybody my age would be like, take off all your clothes! <laughs> Mine is um, Aaron's Party by Aaron yes. Carter. Oh 
That was that was the jam of the early 2000s. Yeah, I remember when they used to play the video on like Nickelodeon. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you would know like the little speakers, like voices in the background. Like I heard they weren't expensive. Like I could sing the whole song right now if I really wanted to. All of it. They get them from France, but now I won't sweat it. No, we do not later. There's a honey over there, and I really want to meet it. Just film it at space with my knowledge. Everybody is thoroughly impressed. Wow. I love it. Pick your song then. Well, I am having a tough time with this one because most of the things I jam to, I think people still jam to. Like, like most of Fall Out Boy's Folia Do album. Yeah, well, that's not a throwback, really. It's not that long ago. It's long enough. Well, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, um, yeah I'm talking like your childhood, man. Yeah. Well, these like, things me, were actually our childhood. Like, maybe early teen years, but... Yeah. No, go back further. Like, for me, it was like... Like, I get hyped if Semi-Charm Life comes on no matter what day, what time. That's a good song. I get super excited when I remember all the words without saying them wrong because I memorized them wrong in the first place yeah. because I was like yeah, five. Yeah, I could not get yep. those words correct. <laughs> so I made up my own words. Yep. <laughs> and then I like learned when I was older what they really were. So now I get real excited when I sing the whole thing correctly. I mean, I also have a bunch of jams that like people definitely remember and they definitely still play them on the radio and it's like, it's amazing. Like um, Story of a Girl, that one, whenever that comes on, I immediately crank that up. Yeah. She drowned the whole world. Yeah. How about, like, the theme song to Tiny Toon Adventures? Um, oh, we tried God. to remember that recently. Yeah, I can get, I can't it. get all the words. But I, I was impressed with, we did, we did a few verses. Though. I could probably still sing all the words we're to the Fairly Odd Parents theme we're song. We're toony. We're all little loony. Yeah, we're tiny. We're and teeny. in this cartoony, we're, we're invading your TV. We're invading your TV. Then what? Then what? Nope, not a clue. We're comic dispensers. We crack up all the censors. It sounds so it's weird to it like Get that. a dose of comedy. Um, I think yes, you missed that part that's like, we're something, we're funny, we're bad. No, that's awesome. much later. Oh. Do you want, oh, well. do you want to give us your input? I tried. Oh, yeah. did you want to be on this episode? You can. Yeah. Okay. You we'll remember. You remember we're furry, the, uh, we're funny, we're Babs and Buster Bunny, Montana Max is money, Elvira is a pain. No. There's I don't remember that. Dizzy um, we've moved on. Plucky. The cat has something no. to say. Yeah. yeah. There's Hampton and Plucky, Dizzy Devil Tucky. Yo, it sounded like you said a very not appropriate word. He just gave you, like, the largest nope I've ever he seen Jim did. get. Candy. He came over here and was He's like... like well, yelling at me <laughs> to come up here, and then I reached out and he was like, "Pizza pie." <laughs> I lied. No, thank you. Hi, yeah, but I still Just don't. Some mid-afternoon hijinks. I still remember um, a lot of theme songs from when I was a kid. Like if they came on, I would Im- like I could probably immediately sing a lot of them, all the way back to like the Proud Family. That was a great show. That was a great show. I always think it's really funny when people complain that, like, Disney's not always the most diverse. But if you look back on a lot of the shows that we watched in the 90s, those shows were pretty diverse. From The Proud Family to, like, That's So Raven and... 
and I'm blanking on other yeah, shows it was now. Yeah, two shows. But, wow. um, you know, but then they did <laughs> movies like The Color of Friendship and yeah. Johnny Tsunami. Like, they did, they did a lot of stuff that was from a lot of different locations, you know what I mean? Maybe it's not the diversity that everybody Most w- wanted, the... but it's not like it was all... When people say Disney, they're not thinking about Disney Channel. They are thinking about the movie, the cartoons, the Disney animated movies. That is like, the term Disney pretty much applies directly to Disney animated cartoons. And the princesses were very, very... Very white. The first, some would like, say four. white as snow in some cases. <laughs> okay, so she was the very first one. Yes. So you can't and really the whitest. Yes, and the whitest. They even <laughs> say it. The first and the whitest. They were like, in case you're blind and watching this, we just want to make sure you know that our female protagonist is the whitest animated girl ever. <laughs> Well, so then they did, they, then they released the next three, um, actually, I think, I think, uh, didn't Aladdin or Pocahontas came out before The Little Mermaid, so they released, like, the three white ones, Snow no. White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty. Little Mermaid is so old. D- um, it's, I, Why are uh, we talking facts when none of us know? Hang on. Aladdin. No one said facts. No, no, no. The no little, one said no, no. These are facts. The Little Mermaid is not as old as you think it is. Neither is Aladdin. No, it's not. Okay, so. Okay, so they did release like their five whitest ones first. Little Mermaid's only eighty nine. Yeah, but Aladdin was like. Aladdin 90s. was ninety two. So they did Snow White in thirty seven, Cinderella in fifty. Sleeping Beauty in 59, so those two came out, like, back-to-back. Yeah. And then Sleeping Beauty in 90, in 59, Little Mermaid in 89, Beauty and the Beast in 91, and then they all started coming out, and right after... When drawing got easier. Right, so (laughs) they went, they went Ariel in 89, Belle in 91, Jasmine in 92, Pocahontas in 95... Mulan in 98, and then Tiana in 2009. So, like, in, in the time, in the time span of, you know, less than 10 years, in the time span of nine years, they released a relatively diverse, diverse princess series. But when you look at, like, 60 years of none, and then nine years where they're all uh, one after the other, it it's yeah, almost like they listen. <laughs> right. It's almost like they listen to the people who are like Disney. What you doing over there? Right, but it's also not like they were like crapping out twenty princess movies before they were like, oh, maybe we should change it up. Like they yeah. released four. Yeah, they're also early cartoons in general had a lot of racist undertones. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and Disney was in charge of a lot of those. Oh, non, no. I... Non-princess related. Right. Early, uh, early Mickey Mouse cartoons. Oh, yeah. 
and not 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 as an excuse for it, but that was also the times. And like I'm totally saying that as an excuse, and like that doesn't make it right now. But like for the time period that they were made and released, they were quote unquote okay. It's just if you released them now. But it's the same thing with some really great movies. Like if they tried to make Mrs. Doubtfire now, do you know that that would they wouldn't be able to produce that. That would get so much crap thrown at it. Thrown at it. Same with Mr. Mom, which is another great movie, or Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman. Like none of these movies would be able to be made now Unless because people they would lose it. Yeah, I don't know. It depends how you do it. Yeah, there's definitely things that uh, people would definitely get away with, but it's also like, is that even going to be considered funny anymore? Or probably not, and that's what I'm saying. Like, people would get really so offended by a grown man comedy. posing as a grown grandmother to spend time with children, like. If somebody, yes, yes, realistically, if somebody did that in real life, they would get arrested and a lot of trouble. Even then, like, I'm pretty sure in the movie they go through that, how weird that is and how messed up it is. And I how... don't think they would really get arrested. I don't know if it breaks a law to dress up as a woman and put a babysitting ad out. <laughs> I mean, it would be weird. If, what, what I mean, because of the custody battle part, not because of oh, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. That's the part I mean. Been a while. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little bit more to it than just that, yeah. Um, you know, and there's, there's, there's plenty of quote-unquote realists out there that would be like, nobody would be able to get away with that! Don't produce that movie! And then we would never get the magic that is... This is Doubtfire. I love that movie. It's a good movie. Quality it's movie. Indeed. I mean, pretty much everything with Robin Williams was. I. Amazing. Like, poor man. Like, what a tortured soul. When you think of, like, how many things he could do, like, all of his talents, the more, like, you know, they, they say that comedians like that, you know, the more talented they are, the more tortured their mind is. And, like, I can't imagine. You know the opening scene to Aladdin where the shop merchant's like, oh, would you like some of this? And they, like, they, yeah. he goes over and tries to sell it to you. The way they recorded that was they put just a prop table in front of Robin Williams, and they were like, okay, go. Like, try to sell these things to us. Describe them. And he went off. They, they said they have, like, hours of footage on it, and they couldn't use, like, three-fourths of it. Because so many of the things he said were wildly inappropriate. <laughs> but but they said that it was all just hysterical. And, you know, that, like, I wish I could have seen that. I wish they released, like, that footage. You know what I mean? Like, today, that's the kind of behind-the-scenes footage that would go up on YouTube and people would eat that up. Mm -hmm. But that's not the way it was. Not at all. Well... They didn't even have, like, DVD extras. Oh, speaking of. Okay, totally relevant. Actually, I read a post on Facebook about this, like, older gentleman who was looking to buy a VCR player on eBay because you can't get them anymore. And somebody had one, and it was in, like, pristine condition. You know, it took the, the gentleman a little while to figure it out because apparently he had never had one. You know, he went from nothing to the family getting the DVD players. And um, so he 
he figured it out after a while, and then he was he finally sat down and was able to watch like his 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 uh wedding video, like his twenty fifth wedding anniversary um footage or something because it was on a VCR and he hadn't had the opportunity to watch it because he couldn't figure out a VCR, and I thought that was just so cool. I have not needed to use a VCR in maybe 20 years. Yeah, I haven't. No, my mom got rid of all of any VCR tapes we had. She got Converted rid of Converted things into DVD. Yeah. Yeah, now it's like so easy to store things that you just take like a million more pictures than we used to and videos of everything. Right. And I'm like... When I, if I make it to, like, my 60s, am I even going to want to look back at all this stuff? Right. Well, I don't know. I was just thinking the other day, I wish I could, I remembered what I did with, um, the, all the videos I took on my camera back in high school. Because I have, like, I have ones that I thought were hysterical back then, and I wonder if I still think they're super funny. Like, there was ones that, um... One time at Maria's, we painted faces on our chins, and we took the videos, like, upside down, and mm -hmm. and I remember, like, dying laughing over it, and I wonder now if it would be, like, really dumb or just as funny. <laughs> so I want to go back over all that old stuff if I can find it. It would probably be both. You would probably be like, wow, this is so dumb, and then laughing at yourself for doing it. Maybe. I can think of so many memories like that. Like, some of the things that... I did. There were things that I did like two months ago that I look back on and I'm like, wow, that was stupid. But especially like in high school, like some of the things that my friends and I would do at like sleepovers and stuff. And, uh, you know, it was like super exciting to stay up till like 3 a.m. playing Halo on Xbox and, you know, uh, Guitar Hero. Live tatting with their Guitar Hero. Oh my god, being, getting a perfect playthrough. I used to on be Guitar so good Hero at that song. game. Yeah, I'm not sure that was out when I was in high school. I was really good at it, at the guitar part. No, Amy's like five years older than us. I'm, all, Me. I'm only, yeah. Me. I'm only and Guitar Hero was that when I was you. in high school. Um, yeah, but we owned I the had it in years. college for sure. Oops. I don't I remember having it in high played school. like three of them on the PS2. And you took that with you when you went to college. That's how I learned a lot of old school songs uh, from uh, from Guitar Hero. I was not playing video games at home as much in high school. I was playing at my friend's house. So wait, when you say old school songs, what song oh are you God. talking about? She's going to say something like, I know. like uh, from the fame monster. <laughs> like that old school song, Bad Romance. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I didn't even, what? I'm just gonna walk. Oh my out. god! I can't answer even, the question. I like can't even think of um, um, like a monkey wrench. That's Can one of the <laughs> old school. Group. Yes. But that. but it is. I'm 26. Yeah, not yet. I'm not. I'm not 26. I'm 25. That's you know like that old school song by Carly Rae Jepsen. If the song <laughs> if the song was produced and released and popular before my date of birth, it is considered an old school song to me. Monkey and that is more was fun. not. It might have been before it, your birth. Yeah, that was definite. That definitely did not come out in the nineties. Uh, yeah. Uh, it had it to did. because it was 
Foo Fighters after Nirvana. Let's all look it up separately together. Released in 1997. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. It was right around when you were born, probably. Because Nirvana was active in the early 90s. And Dave Grohl was their... Yeah. Oh, another one that was was Message in the Bottle. Message in a Bottle was another one that I played on there all the time by The Police. That was old. That's an old song. I'll give you that. Guitar Hero is uh, where I found Beast and the Harlot and learned that I really enjoy uh, light metal rock. (laughs) (laughs) Just a scooch of metal. (laughs) Yeah. And that was probably before my obsession with Coheed and Cambria. With what? Excuse Coheed? me. Coheed? Coheed and Cambria? Ooh, we got some uh, learning to do. I have a lot of learning to do. I'm a very poorly educated oh, I can't believe you've never heard the... Favorite House Atlantic. Favorite House Atlantic. That's the one that everyone should know, but... I mean, even recently, they did one album outside of the Amory Wars, and there were a few songs that... I think, uh, played on the radio once or twice. Not, it's not very often that they get Not from radio. the latest CD, right? No, they went back to the, the concept album. Okay. That's what I was thinking. It's, it was very, like, rock opera. Yeah, this, one. their newest album is set in the future after No World for Tomorrow. What do you Zax- consider old school? Zaxus. Old school? We were just listening to Motown in the car, so that's yeah. pretty old school. I consider it, like, I guess that's, I to me, old like school, Beatles, I consider it, like, a change. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Anywhere there was, school, where there was, like, a dramatic rock. change in um, music genre, you know what I mean? For me, a it's pivotal less... point of music is, con- I consider those old, you know, old school moments. For me, it's less about genre and more about recording quality. Like, if I listen to a song and I can tell that it was recorded in a lower quality than the standards of today, I'm like, oh, this is such an old school song. Yeah. But if it was recorded well and it still holds up, I... If it's a distant memory, it's considered old school to me. For me, it's more like what my parents would listen to. So if it's like like John Denver or like Crosby, Sills, and Nash, like that's the kind of stuff I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that's old school. Like. Mm -hmm. I got you. Grateful Dead. Like, all that stuff. I know that band. Yeah. <laughs> Grateful Dead fans are going to be like, they still live on. But our generation, oh, let's bring this to the millennials now. Um, I got the Backstreet Boys are considered, not for us, but for oh, like, yeah. for today's generation, the Backstreet Boys are considered like an old school That's band. That's so weird. Today. Our generation has so much access to... New music. Such a history of music yeah. so easily that uh, I think a lot of these things that we deem as old school have really made their their resurgence at different times. I have a ton of friends that listen to Grateful Dead because like CDs were so accessible to us as kids. Mm-hmm. We we could just pick something up and listen to it. We didn't have to like go to the record player and make sure everyone in the living room wanted to listen to the same thing. And 
Like, oh, you mean because of like Walkmans and stuff? Because I was thinking yeah. like do you CD remember, players the same. Do you remember yeah, trying to walk yeah. around with a Walkman? Like if you turned it on its side, it wouldn't play it would appropriately. <laughs> and you were like, what's the point of a Walkman if I can't walk? I, mean, I didn't Mine really have those issues. Thrown off. I, I managed just fine. Mine got thrown off on the time. treadmill because I would like hit the treadmill and make that like impact and it would shake. And if it shook and the CD wobbled at all, yeah, it would, yeah. like, skip around. You had to be real careful with the placement yeah, yeah. on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, like, MP3 players, when they came out, that was, like, that was the best. What was your treadmill CD of choice? Um, I was a child still, so I didn't, like, run on treadmills when Walkmans were big. What did you do with your energy? I played outside like a normal child. With oh. my neighbors to come inside, we just like fooled around on like the Norda track and stuff like that. We'd be like, "Oh, oh it. I have, on it. I have three little sisters. We just kind of fought each other. <laughs> like, if we weren't outside playing with our neighbors, we were all inside bickering with our mom, going, "Shut up!" There were the two of us. So one of us was on the computer, and the other one was trying, trying to, figure to figure out, out a way to get the other one yeah. off the computer. Someone was like, "Dad, can we use your computer?" You and then we would. Play like what? What? You unplugged so, it. Oopsie. Um, um, you had two computers. Were you rich? No, my dad. Oh no, I was gonna say something that was like really like no, we weren't. There are so many of us. No, my my but my I forgot. My dad's like an IT guy, um, and he does he does software for work. But whenever they get rid of old computers or old parts, he takes them home. Okay. So he was constantly just like building new computers or like fixing old computers for friends. So he would just bring home pieces and build new monitors and be like, here you go girls, this will last a month. And like walk away from it. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't think I've bought a desktop computer in Our first computer like had nine years. options. And one of them was Fringer. No. And... <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. Our probably... first computer had a, a calculator, a typing, learn to type program, Tetris. Tetris! An encyclopedia of the human anatomy. Wow, you have a really specific memory of that. I have a lot of very specific memories. Um, there was one more game I thought that I hated going was to computers. <laughs> no, because that was... Was it Minesweeper? It, no. Solitaire? No. It, okay, was, I it see... didn't have Windows. It didn't run a, an operating system like uh, that. Well, I don't this really was, remember that computer. Though. This was... You would start the computer up, and it would list the things that you could choose, and you had to type the number in of the program you wanted to run and hit oh, enter. Oh, I know what you're about. And when a... That sounds familiar The only me. thing that we could do, it did have a floppy disk drive. So we could play our space pinball and okay. shark pinball. Okay, so couple um, things. I'm, I'm, all these memories are flooding back. Though. I know, right? Do you remember playing like some of those game show things on there, like we, that were interactive? You could play with other people. So yes. when Game Show Network had their website. Yes, and we would play, so it was so fun. But we so would play whammy. I see all those memes floating around about like you know old computer programs and stuff like that. So one, I've always known how to play Minesweeper. That was always pretty obvious. Me too. To me as a kid, I don't so know. I don't understand like, what are these numbers? Like it was pretty obvious. Right. Yeah. So I don't understand those memes when they come out. Two, there's the memes about Organ Trail, mm -hmm. and they upset me so much because there 
that game was totally accessible to me, especially during school. Like, that was one of the games that people mm -hmm. played during, yeah, constantly. during computers time. I didn't play it because I never understood how to play the game because oh, some things I was just a little slower about. Man, that's... So there I, really is no way to play Oregon Trail. You so I would just, just hit go. I would, yeah. well, I would play that typing game instead where yeah, you try yeah. to learn the keyboard, which I also hated. But now I kind of feel, now I kind of want to get on Oregon Trail because I feel like I could yeah, figure it out can. now. So here's oh, where? Where? You can, there, or, it's online. Yeah, is it really? Do you yeah. think that there's something inaccessible <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> is it free though? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's what I mean. Like, I'm, I wish I had, like, played I'm it. I'm sure you could figure it out. At school, kid. the only two options I remember was um, playing that and playing that Monsters game where you could, like, design your own monsters. Zoom beanies? Yeah! I loved it. Zoom beanies. That was the best computer game as a child. I... And you used to do the pizza thing. Oh, my God. I still walk around and go, pizza party. Because <laughs> that was, like, the opening to that I thought you were talking things. about, um, it was called, like, Thinking Things, and one of the games was the Fribbles. Oh, the Fribbles is, yeah. So I was talking about Thinking Things, but I remember you, the one you're talking Zoom about, too. Mm -hmm. I got them mixed up. They used to tell us but we couldn't things. play Zumbinis. They used to be like, you have to do the typing thing, and we'd all be like, but we want to play Zumbinis! I got yeah. really good at typing from that typing thing. Yeah, I'm great, Which, so. But we, we <laughs> have one just... at home. So that's what I would do at home sometimes to play on. Because we only had nine options, and five of them were not <laughs> games at all. They were like dictionaries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one was like literally uh, the human anatomy. It was just like it would pull up a picture of like something from what's what's that exhibit that goes around Body Works? That's yeah, yeah, like yeah. all of the human body like plastified and like yeah on display so it would basically be a picture like that of like a human but like all their organs were like visible and you could like click on it and be like this is the liver and it wouldn't speak to you you're gonna kill this when but you're it would just be like this block text that would be like this is the liver it is responsible for and it would like give you all this information on it hmm. that was one of that was 10 percent of what we could do on the computer <laughs> Very interesting. At that time, our biggest competition as a family was who could get to level 12 of Tetris. I don't think we uh, we were as competitive with getting on the computer, though, when it was that. No. But we got the next one, and it was like... We had the internet? Yeah, we had the internet, and then we had, like, those, like, the Fringer game and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, that game was, was the most addicting game ever. It's nowhere to be found anymore. It's, like, deleted mm -hmm. off the face of the earth. I don't know it what you're talking about. The best. We played a. I think I got carpal tunnel in my fingers. We played. We Probably. played Freddy Fish, one through like four, and we tried to play Pajama Sam, but I could never get hang of that game for some reason. Pajama Sam. And we would play Barbie Detective. That computer game used to scare me and my sisters. I don't know if you ever played Barbie no. Detective. So, I but was a big win in time as Carmen Sandiego. Yes. Uh, we played Where in the USA is Carmen Sandiego. We loved that game. Mm -hmm. Where in Time was like a brain explosion I wasn't that of smart. fun. Though. We would try to play Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, and we'd be like, we don't know this country and go back to well, USA. Yeah. That's why Where in Time was way more like mind-blowingly interesting. Because the other ones I were like, I remember being like, ah, geography. But... This I just one love, was just, like, cool events, and it was so cool. I love so that fun. as you're, like, talking to people and interviewing them, there's always, like, a button that says, like, you're Carmen Sandiego. 
So, like, at any point, you, you could, could just click it on someone, and that was, it ended the game. But if you were right, it would be, like, this old dude in glasses and a hat, and then it would just, like, spin around, be like, you got me! <laughs> I am a six-foot-five woman in a bright red costume that was masquerading as a four-foot-five gentleman That's with so glasses. True. It was like so true, so believable. (laughs) As children, we didn't question it at all. There was another game that was out around the same time as Carmen Sandiego, and I have no idea what it was called, but it was like you, you, and this like robot were fixing like this giant mansion. There were like the mini games and like the kitchen, the music room and stuff, and I. It was like my favorite game to play. For a long time, and I cannot, for the life of me, remember the name of it. I, I played like Neopets. Neo, I couldn't get into Neopets either. I got really oh, into I Webkins though when they came out. 100% into Neopets. That's a little after my time. Webkins. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my sisters were really into Webkins, and then we got into VMK when that came out. I don't know what that stands for. Virtual Magic Kingdom. Disney released this like online game where you had this avatar, and it was like I really truly think. It was, like, one of the first interweb chat room kind of things. It was, like, Club Penguin, except you were, like, it a human. It was definitely post-Gaia Online. It was. No, it, it... That was the biggest one that I knew of first. Right. It came out around the same time as, like, as like uh, Club Penguin and stuff like that, where you could log on for free, and then you could buy things, but you didn't have to to have full yeah. access to the game, and there were mini-games and stuff like that. And it was this free game, and it was in Virtual Magic Kingdom, so it was the different parts of the Magic Kingdom part that you would go play these mini-games, and it was awesome. And they did it as a promotion for, like, as they were expanding Magic Kingdom and all these new things, and then they were just like, yeah, we have, like, over a million players, but we're just going to shut this down. And we were like, why? Don't do this. Because We've invested time and money probably not actually doing. making money. No, probably not. Um, but it was what's fun. What's, like, the oldest? game that you remember playing as a kid like online or like no, on a computer just like anywhere like on a computer well something that involves a screen let's narrow it down it has to be so, something that well, you played on a screen well i have these vague memories so there's one that fits this where mm-hmm. it's a, a computer game and i think it was called like mickey surprise party or something like that and i remember the first time i played it like my mind was blown, and I was like, this is the greatest fucking game, but I was, like, so little that it was probably, like, really dumb, but I was obsessed. So, like, my first game memory period, or, like, the first really popular game that I think Like, the first one you remember being like, oh, this is for me, like, this is awesome. This is why I'm a gamer. My brain exploded in, in, in... happiness oh that game for me was um (laughs) it was uh either cubert or duck hunt Oh, Hunt with the one. and with the Nintendo and you would get the orange gun uh-huh. and the dog would pop up and laugh at you if you missed. Yeah, that's probably like the first one that I was like, yes, I have this really vague memory though of a of a computer game that I was allowed to play like with my mom with my mom. And I was, but I was a toddler, like I was young, like three or four young, and it was, I was like in this classroom, and if you clicked on the letters on the bulletin board, you played some sort of word game to practice your letters and your spelling, and there was another one where you practiced coloring, or you practiced numbers, and you know, you could go out to the garden and do something with the vegetables, like it's, 
if if the game popped up in front of me, I would be able to identify it. You know what I mean? But I cannot. I I don't know what it was called. But it, it, that is my earliest game memory. That, for sure. Ours definitely had. Mine was definitely on the Nintendo, the NES. Um, my first Nintendo game I remember was do, feeling that way about was just Mario Brothers, like the first Mario Brothers. Yeah. I also really liked the shooting game with the carnival where you had I to shoot I was thinking about that. Yes. Yeah. I don't even remember what that was called. I have no called. idea what it was called. It was like it was... something circus or something? Yeah, yeah. And they would, there was a bunch of mini games, but the one was like they would throw like plates and stuff. You had to shoot them, but they would throw like something else. Like would throw like a woman or something. Right, yeah. And if you shot her, you lost points. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd be like, no. It was so weird and yeah. so great. It was wacky. Um... And nobody else, like, ever, we've never met anyone else that played Definitely not a popular game. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Not a clue. Have you played Top Shop? Because no. we should totally play that one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know that game. Top Shop. Oh, it's, it's another, It's a PlayStation like... game that was popular in Japan, probably. Yeah. I think it's Japanese. I cannot really identify things by language characters. It's almost like Monopoly, but in a way more fun way that's yeah. not devastating. Yeah, and it's a video game. It's a video game version of, like, a board game dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It's a video game where, like, you're... So you have, like, um, almost like an empty mall with all these shops, and you have to, like, buy and keep them stocked and stuff, but you can only stock them if you land on one of your shops. And then if you land on someone else's, you have to pay them and buy one of their items. And then there's all these other things involved where, like, you know, if you run out of money and you have to pay someone, you have to sell your shops, and it's supposed to be, like, whoever gets to a certain amount of money first wins. Mm-hmm. The similar to, like, Monopoly, and but life. it's, like... Yeah. Yeah. I liked, like, we got to a point where we weren't allowed to play Monopoly anymore. We were that family. Most families I, are. Monopoly is I couldn't stand that game. It took a rage-inducing game. Mm-hmm. And we never learned how to play Risk because my mom thought those would be worse fights. They, they, they have were, been. Yeah. 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 So we never learned. I have no idea how to play that game. Because you make political alliances with your, like, eight-year-old cousins. <laughs> when I was little. Sh- when we were little. I got so mad. <laughs> my goal was just not, my goal wasn't necessarily to win, but it was to make sure he lost. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she would be like, I'm going to do the dumbest move for myself ever. But you're going to get scored. That will make sure you lose and whoever else, whoever the third party was would win. And I... brother, sister stuff, you know. All oh, yeah. I would stuff. get so angry at that. Yeah. So we, I we think... played Risk one time and he was, and we were like... Me and my cousin Ariel were like, let's make an alliance, and then we're like, let's just get Daniel off the board, and we started doing that, and he was like, unacceptable, <laughs> like yeah, <pretty> <laughs> inconceivable. <laughs> All right, I think that I think that's a good question to uh, to end this episode with is what's what's something that you did as a child, like that you went out of your way to do to keep it from your sibling. To keep it from To keep something from your sibling, right? So you would try to keep him from winning risk. We would open up packages of fruit by the foot and hide our share of said snack so that somebody else could not eat them Hmm. intentionally. We would... (laughs) I would wake up at, like, 4 a.m. 
and run to the computer chair. So yep. that when yeah. she woke up, we would do that too. I'd be like, guess what? I'm, I'm already I'm here. Already I'm here for the day. Uh -huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would do that too, or we'd be like finding entertainment on a Saturday. I would do that too, and then I'd be like laying in bed because I was awake, but thinking about falling back asleep, and then I'd hear when my other sisters get up, and I would rip my sheets off and go running down the stairs and sit my little butt down. Yeah, we did that too. We had a TV across the way, and I would be like on the computer, and my Saturday morning cartoons would be on, I'd be like, neck yeah. <laughs> to watch them. Oh Every commercial would be like, swing the computer chair around and play a game. Yes. Oh my god. So so that's uh, that's what I want to hear from you guys. What's something that you, you did to intentionally keep something away from one of your siblings? Yeah, and how about a secondary question of what is a video game that you think uh, inspired you to like video games as a kid. What's a go, go old school on this? Your earliest memory, and if your earliest memory is Halo, um, go to bed. It's past your bedtime. <laughs> Jerk. I don't know when you're listening to Kindly this. Kindly leave. But excuse me. Uh, We're looking for dig dug people. <laughs> I mean, Galaga. <laughs> Alright, so tune in next time. Catch up the next episode. Follow me on Instagram at Gabrielle Bellardo and on Twitter if you can find me at Unexpectedly Gabby. Still working on Dan's social media. Subscribe, Message me comment. on Facebook. Comment. Subscribe. Ziggity bop. Share it with your friends. Alright, spread the love. Peace out, guys. Bye.